Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. What's up to everybody on this Tuesday? Casey just lay rocking and rolling, vibing to the Vince McMahon music here on 102.7 and 1600 AM KLEB. We've got a busy, jam-packed 90 or so minutes coming your way. In 15 minutes, we're going to go to Henry Latin of Central Lafourche High School Basketball. It's a busy and fun time of the year for high school basketball coaches. They're about ready to do their summer seasons, a chance to excuse me, get some guys some reps and you know get opportunity to learn how to win some games you know, you're playing in summer leagues and going to team camps and everything of the sort we'll actually coach latin about how things are going out in matthews in the next segment of the show then at noon we've got to talk about the nba playoffs man like a, a snoozer of a series between miami and boston i mean you guys looking at it from afar may say casey what are you talking about a snoozer of a series it's tied two to two we haven't had very many good games in this series, or really even in these playoffs for that matter. You know, let's be honest here. We've had a lot of 20, 30, 40 point games. We've had a lot of blowouts. Um, I'll kind of give my thoughts on why I think that's the case at noon. But we'll talk some NBA playoffs. We'll break down what happened between Boston and Miami, and then we'll preview what's going to happen tonight between Dallas and Golden State. At 12 15, it's Tuesday. So we're going to make a trip to the hospital. It's our TGMC Tuesday, Terrebonne General Tuesday with Stan Gravois. We're going to talk about their <clears throat> all-star baseball game, which was this past weekend, and some of the other things that are going on in the world of sports with Stan. We hope that um, you guys are tuned in and are going to be ready for that one. Miss Stan and I love yakking it up and talking some sports. And then we'll get to some sports headlines at the bottom of the show, and then our betting picks. That's kind of the rundown and the lay of the land and where we're going to be over the next 90 or so minutes. So... Um, we're going to lead off today's show by congratulating some folks and giving some attaboys. You know, we talked yesterday about the Louisiana Baseball Coaches Association uh, senior all-star game, right, which was played this past weekend in which Josh Pierce was blessed and honored enough to win the MVP of game two of that all-star series. And by the way, I got a lot of compliments from folks uh, about Josh's interview yesterday. We're going to try to have some more student athletes on throughout the summer so they could share their stories. They've been through a lot. Over the last several weeks, or last several weeks, over the last several years, rather. And we're going to try to have them on. You know, one of the reasons why we haven't had very many on throughout the course of the show is, I mean, they're in school. Like, you know, I could I could get a coach to sneak out of class for 10 or 15 minutes. It's a little bit of a different flex for me to ask a student to sneak, sneak out of class, do some radio. But now that it's summertime, we're going to start to have some of the student athletes on. I know I'd love to get Keona Gabriel of Central Lafouche on to talk about her state championship wins. We'd... Love to have a couple more of the Tarpon baseball players, maybe some of the South Terrebonne baseball players, some of the Vanderbilt baseball players. Uh, Ellen, the girls basketball, they've had a wonderful year. They've got, you know, great deal coming back. We'd love to talk with some of those young men and some of those young women that are winning championships and are doing big, big things. So, anyway, we, we talked about the LBCA senior all-star baseball game. Did not know and was not aware that there's actually an LBCA underclassman all-star game. There are four teams, and they're going to play a little series out at Southeastern from June 6th to June 8th. It'll be a showcase for these young men. Opportunity to go and play before some college eyes and maybe earn a little bit of a claim. So let's shout out the 
members of the South team, the LBCA underclassmen all-star game, the South all-stars are as follows. There are some local names here. So we want to shout out some of these, these men for, for making their spot. Blaze Blanchard of Ascension Episcopal, Wyatt Barat of Ascension Christian, Jonah Hausler of Destrahan, Ashton Healy of Karen Crow, Brody Abair of HL Bourgeois, Hunter Hodges of Southside, Michael Hotard of St. Charles, Luke Heimel of Riverside Academy, Ethan Judas of Hanson, Jackson Landry of Ascension Catholic. That's a good ball player there. Tyson LeBlanc of North Vermilion. That's another good ball player there. Shane Lee of Destrahan, Aiden Leonard of North Vermilion, Ethan Lovell of Terrebonne, Marshall Luquette of Lutcher, Austin Mills of Ascension Episcopal, Dawson Richard or Richard probably because he's from Berwick, Hayden Robinson of Berwick, Ian Rodrigue of Thibodeau, Brady St. Pierre of St. Charles, Cohen Stewart of Turlings Catholic, Talon Terrio of Hanville, Cameron Tipton of Chalmette, Tyler Weimer of E.D. White, and Bryce Wilson of Chalmette. So congratulations to all those young men from punching their ticket, earning their spot to the LBCA underclassmen all-star game in the South team. Um, I could give you all the rosters if you want. Uh, a lot of these names are not going to be altogether local. Um, let's go ahead and give the East All-Stars, too. There, there are some quasi-local guys on that list. The East All-Stars. <clears throat> Calden Barcia of Doyle, Zach Brissett of De La Salle, Corey Cousins of Slidell, Drew Daig of Bruley, Sam Ipanet of Fountain Blue, Mason Estrada of Covington, Jackson Fayard of North Shore, Bray Forstall of Holy Cross, William Good of Jesuit, Brayton Guerin of Liberty, Grayton Harris of Central Baton Rouge, Matthew Keller of Zachary, Dominique Latorte of Lakeshore, saw him in the championship semifinals. Eli Learett also saw him in the championship semifinals of Lakeshore. Brant Mellison of Parkview. Uh, Dallas Moran of St. Amant. Clayton Porclaw of Catholic of Baton Rouge. Bryce Robinson of St. Augustine. William Schmidt of Catholic. Nick Schwing. Oh, uh, yeah. Am I saying that right? Nick? Yeah. Schwing of Vandeville. My bad. Cooper Smith of Live Oak. Camden Sundstrom of University. Jaden Teague of Springfield. Michael Wascom of Franklinton and Peyton Woods of Doyle. Those are your East All-Stars. Those are the most local players. I assume they'll play maybe a little tournament, maybe a little series out there. That'll be at Southeastern, an opportunity to play before the scouts. Man, the things that, that they do now, like to help. Like when I was in school um, longer now ago than I would care to admit, 16, 17 years ago, it was hard, especially from being from here in the Bayou region. It was hard to get seen, right? There's not a whole lot of like huddle and filming and you know the scouts didn't really want to come all the way out this way to watch you play. It was hard to get seen. It was hard to get noticed. Now it's not. Now with the invention of huddle, everyone's got a highlight film. Everyone could send their highlight film out on Twitter and it gets out there. And then like they do all of this showcase stuff. There are seven on seven showcase leagues and tournaments all summer for football players. There's AAU where you could play before scouts and everything all summer for basketball. And then with these all-star travel, you know, baseball type things and, you know, everything that happens over the summer in baseball, what I'm getting at is there's no excuse. If you want to play at the next level and you dedicate your mind, body, and, you know, work ethic and everything to it and you've got the talent and you've got the want to, you, you can't say anymore, ah, you know, they're sleeping on me. They, they don't know. They, they haven't seen me. Yes, they have seen you. And if they haven't seen you, then you're not doing a good enough job of marketing yourself, and you and you know your your team should work on that. Um, so yeah, that that's going to be happening out in early June, out in Hammond. 
and we certainly appreciate the efforts of the LBCA giving those young men an opportunity to play and giving those young men an opportunity to compete. And, and you know, reading the rosters, man, it, <laughs> you know, last year was such a great year, but I'm seeing, okay, an HL Bourgeois on the list. I'm seeing a couple of Destrahans on the list. I'm seeing a Terrebonne. I'm seeing a Lutcher. I'm seeing a couple of Burroughs. I'm seeing a Thibodeau. I'm seeing a Hanville. I'm seeing an E.D. White. There's still going to be some really, really good players. There's still going to be some really, really good teams. This area is loaded, thick, full of talent. And um, we're a baseball area now, man. We used to be a football area, right? Football was king. And football still is king. Let's not get it twisted. The, the fan interest is primarily surrounded by football. But baseball's catching up in a big, big way. We've seen some big, big crowds at the baseball playoffs with you know, the CCA series with, um, with uh, Central Catholic. The South LaFouche series with South Terrebonne. Uh, basketball is great too. Now, I don't mean to you know sleep on them. We see some huge crowds there whenever you know we go into the deep postseason runs and everything of the sort. But just in terms of what the kids are playing today, baseball's number one, man. Like I see more scrolling through my social media feeds on the weekends. I see more kids playing travel baseball or travel softball than I do playing anything else anything else by a long shot i don't see almost anything football no seven on seven no flag football nothing i see a little bit of aau and stuff like that mixed in with the basketball side of things but i'm inundated with droves and droves of oh my kid won the championship in the travel tournament this weekend here's his championship ring and oh my kid's playing travel softball and we're in pensacola beach florida playing like you see so much of that and what you start them younger you develop that talent and uh, you get better and better as your career goes on. It's play-by-play here, enjoying our first segment of the show. We'll get to Coach Henry Latin in just a minute. But first, we want to thank our sponsors for allowing us to be here today. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. How about the Blue Boot Rodeo? Man, this thing's coming up. The 2022 Blue Boot Rodeo will be held on July 7th through 9th at the Grand Down Marina, located at 158 Sand Dollar Court at the Tarpon Pavilion. Buzz off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Southland Dodge and Homa. Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Rouse's Markets. Get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish Hot from the pot 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Seven days a week at Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. And how about our friends at Dufresne Building Materials? Got you covered for all your roofing needs. We thank all of them for the support. And look, man. I want to see this list grow. Like, I love Blue Boot Rodeo. I love Southland Dodge. I love Industrial Power Systems. I love Dufresne Building Materials, Rouse's Markets, Buzz Off, and Golden Motors. And I thank all seven of them for their humble and gracious support. But I would love to, instead of having seven names to list there, I would love to have 10, 15, 20 names to list there. So give us a ring. Become a part of our team. Our numbers are going well. People are enjoying what we're doing. Attach your business to what we're doing It'll be a mutually beneficial relationship. It'll help us out. And I think the exposure will also help you all out. And indirectly, you're supporting high school athletics, right? Because that's what we do. We give a platform to our local high school sports teams. Look, we talk college and pro. Yeah, we do. But by and large, the meat and potatoes and, you know, of everything of what we do is we're promoting high school athletics in our area. We're promoting that baseball team that wins the state championship or that basketball team that wins 20 games and goes to the playoffs or we're promoting the efforts of those young men and those young women who have gone through hell in the last three or four years battling COVID and getting seasons canceled and games postponed and they don't have recess at school and everything that they've gone through we're not shining light on any of that negativity 
for focusing and shining light on all the positive things they have done, the perseverance and all the things that they've been able to do to be able to um, keep rolling, keep rolling. You know, there have been a lot of states that canceled athletics completely. Louisiana, fortunately, was not ever one of those. And because of that, there have been some wonderful teams and some wonderful stories and frankly, some stuff that our society has needed. You know, we have really rallied around a lot of these teams at a tough time in our community. Sports has really helped us out, as it always does. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to go to Henry Latin. The Trojans are rebuilding. They uh, they had a young team last year, started to find some success. Got a feeling they're going to be pretty good next year. We're going to ask Coach Latin about how his offseason is going when we get back on KLEB. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too, through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. First, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for trusting us to help serve you in these trying times of post-storm recovery, and thank you for your patience during our expansions. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Welcome back to Play by Play here on this Tuesday. Casey Gisclair here enjoying my morning. I hope the same for you all at home. And I also hope the same for our first calling guest, which is Central Lafouche Boys basketball coach, Coach Henry Latin. Coach Latin, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, good morning. How are you feeling this morning? Great, my friend. Uh, it is a fun time of the year right now to be a high school basketball coach. You guys are getting ready for the next season, are about ready to play some summer games and, you know, staying in the weight room, getting bigger, faster, stronger. Uh, talk about how things are going for the Trojans right now, man. Uh, we're definitely on an uptick right now. Definitely on an uptick. Guys have been 
in the weight room, uh, in the gym doing one-on-ones, and, you know, to see the guys. We have a great, great core group of guys that are really dedicated where I can now, you know, I'm basically just watching them go through the steps. You know, they have dedicated themselves to getting bigger, strong, and faster, and our basketball IQ is starting to come up on the radar now, and that's, that's an exciting thing. Coach, you guys really finished the last season strong, uh, winning a couple of ball games, coming home, and you know playing very competitively against some very top competition. Uh, earlier in the off season, right right after the year started, you said, "Hey, man, it's important that we do the things in the off season to build on that momentum instead of losing it." So now, a couple of months have passed. I'll ask you: Have you guys done that? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm I'm excited. You know, we opened up. At, uh, we open up next week. Next Thursday, we head over to Rummel to uh, to face an always tough Rummel group. And then that Saturday, June 4th, we have St. Augustine High School coming here to the Bayou. Uh, 11 o'clock, we'll be here at Central LaFourche. So I set up a really tough uh, summer schedule to challenge our guys. You know, like I tell them, we're no longer the babies. We're, we're, we're a junior group. We have a very strong group of uh, incoming freshmen. Uh, from our three feeder schools, the, the the three feeder schools have done an awesome job preparing those guys to come in, and we have a big influx of uh, freshmen that we'll be working with this summer. We kept kept 20 guys to work with that's just incoming freshmen, so we're definitely on an uptick. And, and, and I also included, I uh, I've got a super strong support staff and my two assistant coaches and uh, Gage Griffin, and uh, we brought over Jacob Allen, Coach Allen from. Lockport Middle. So, man, we 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 ran the go. We 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 ninety three octane over here. We're ready to roll. Very good. I like to hear that. I like the way you said that. That's that's good. Um. So, with that having been said, how important is it over this summer to find some W's? Because look, man, it's one thing to you know be ready to rock and roll and have the same kids back, but you also don't want to have the same habits and the same mistakes. You guys want to start tasting some W's this summer. Talk about how important because most coaches they say, ah, you know, we'll play everybody if we win, great. I feel like for you guys though, it's important to maybe win a little bit this summer. No, you're you're absolutely correct. Even though we have a tough schedule, we have to we have to focus in on correcting a lot of our small mistakes. And that's what we've been doing as a staff and as a group of kids. You know, I, I have a group of, of kids that I mean they're unique. They they know what they they do that they do wrong. They don't share ownership in what they do wrong. They own it and they work on it. Uh, I mean, just to watch the kids instead of playing around and shooting threes and doing silly things, they're working on pick and roll, and they're working on how to make the correct pass or reading the weak side defense and things. So to, to watch the growth from where these kids came from their freshman year to where they are now, where they still can go. But again, as you said, you got to get some W's in there to get that taste. You know, that taste in their mouth. You can fish with all the fish all you want. But when that when they get it, that taste of shrimp in their mouth, man, they really start biting. So yeah, we 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 got to get some W's, but they'll come. Yeah, no doubt about that. And coach, you said you got you know your core group of juniors coming back, and then what we've we've talked about several times now is that you do got a lot of you know incoming players. Your ninth graders are going to be tough. Even your seventh and eighth graders below them are going to be tough. You guys have a foundation laid here, man, where it could be some really good seasons here for the next several seasons, really. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited, and, and the, to feel the excitement come from the community—that's the best thing. You know, I, I feel the excitement coming from the parents, and you know, they they watch their kids go through the tough times. But with the tough times come 
you know, that may give you success and all the little wins and stuff even sweeter because you've had those tough times. And to be able to give this community something to, to hang their hat on, you know, it feels good, even though we're not there yet. But even just even academically, my kids finish strong in the classroom academically, and that, that feels good. We've got some guys that are going to be playing next year that, that has some personal things to handle in the off season, and they have some academic issues. So we've had guys work to get back on the court that wasn't on the court with us last year. So I think, you know, if we get everybody to play their role and everybody continue to buy in, the years to come over here at 48, you know, over here on Highway 1, we're going to be tough. This is, is going to be a tough program. Yeah, very good. Let's talk a little bit of, of, of basketball as a whole here. One thing that drives me crazy, Coach, and I'm going to do a whole segment on this probably in the next segment of the show, is that these NBA teams now, they want to shoot three-pointers, and you know they'll drive and get all the way to the rim. Instead of taking the layup, they'll kick it to the corner and try to get that open three instead. Like The game has evolved and changed. Like you, Teams don't really play centers a whole lot because they have a hard time guarding, and the game has gotten smaller and we're shooting more outside shots. And look, there are a lot of guys at the highest levels that could do that. But it's starting to trickle into the college and prep levels where the guys aren't necessarily as skilled at doing that. How do you, do you do you like that evolution in the game, or is it something that you wish would kind of go back the other way? Uh, I can't speak for other people, but we're going to play basic, regular basketball. We, 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 we're going to play basketball from the inside out. I watched Golden State, and I watched the Dallas Mavericks play the other night, and I watched those guys get to the rim. And instead of finishing the ball, they would pass out. I think I think they said that one guy was three for seventeen, <laughs> something like that from the three point line. Yeah. So and, and my guys, we have a chat. We got every got all our kids. We got eighteen, nineteen guys on a chat, and we we watch the game together. And we would talk. That's what something we were discussing. Like, okay, so that's your three for seventeen. That is fourteen shots that you could have gotten at a high, much higher percentage. So, yeah, the NBA may be doing it, but I guarantee if there's a program, an a, a NBA team out there that reverts back to a Shaq or reverts back to a big man dominant situation where you play inside out, they're going to be dominant even in the NBA. So they can do all the three-point shooting and they can ooh and ah. And, and, you know, I watch kids go two for seven. They go two for seven from three. And they hit them two threes, and the parents and everybody in the stands going bananas. But they they miss five layups, and you lose the game by two or three points. I mean, you've seen it. We've lost games. I don't know how many games we lost last year by three to four points. So they can they can shoot all the threes they want. I tell my kids, step back, let them shoot the three. Let's get that rebound, and we're gonna pound it inside. That's very refreshing to hear. Thank you so much for saying that. Uh, Coach, you talked about the situational basketball and, and, you know, how you guys lost a lot of close ones. Do you rep that in practice? Like, do you put a minute on the clock and make the scoreboard, you know, one-point game or anything like that? Do you rep those situations to try to get kids more comfortable in, the, in, that, in that spotlight? I tell you, we don't really rep it a lot, but when we play, we stop constantly. Like, we stop and explain and teach. And now we're at a point where the kids are able to immediately pick up and say, okay, I missed that. I saw that. And, you know, that comes with film. And, and that comes with, I think, one of, the, one of our weak points is going to be one of our strengths. We were playing ninth graders against grown men. You know, we played tenth graders, a JV team against varsity 17, 18-year-old kids. Well, that 
although physically we wasn't ready, our basketball IQs are, are uncanny because they've been on a court with bigger, faster, stronger kids. And that has increased our basketball IQ. So now that our physical, the physical aspect of our kids are, are more on, in line of who we'll be playing, we got, we got high basketball IQs. And I think as our athleticism increases and we get more athletic players in our program, that's when you'll see our basketball IQ outshine most of our opponents. Because we, my, our kids know what to do. They just weren't able to do it a lot of times. You know, the, the, kid, the kid across from them standing, we playing a 5'10 center against a 6'7 guy. That's a 9-10 inch, you know, 15-year-old against an 18-year-old. That's a grown man. So now that my kids are, you know, they're still a little young, but they're getting at it. They're getting some growth spurts. I'm seeing some short pants are walking in the hallways. I'm laughing at them, but that means they're growing. I'm good to see some ankle wipers, but <laughs> they're getting there. Yeah, getting there. I appreciate them ankle wipers, man. Yeah, I understand that, brother. Uh, you know, I had a coach on about a week and a half ago, and they said, Casey, you wouldn't believe the growth that you can make over a summer. And then what I, I – I asked him to elaborate on that. You just talked about, you know, the growth in communication and the growth in chemistry and all the things that you could build on those summer months. And, you know, the games don't necessarily count for anything, so there's less pressure. The kids are having more fun. They're buying in more. How important is it and how much better can you truly get in those months of, you know, uh, June through August when you're working on, on the little things build, over the summer? You build programs in the summer. That baseball, football, you build programs, you instill you instill discipline, you instill academic importance, you learn one another, you learn language, lingo, body language, you do that in the summer. And that's why I'm bringing in my, you know, we got 20 freshmen, eight graders are some of you freshmen, we're bringing them on campus, and I'm going to have them motor scooters here, and we want to do that in the month of June, so when they come here in August, this might be a new school for the other kids, but for those basketball guys or for those 20 young men, they're going to already be immersed in expectations in the Central LaForge culture. They're going to already know where the classes are. They're already going to know what's expected, you know, pulling pants up on their hip, tie your shoes up. You know, uh, we even have a, a, I just secured uh, 22 uh, novels in the library. My librarians are going to give me the animal form. So my kids, my incoming freshmen, could academically be caught up, you know, as far as their reading and, and, and just being able to discuss different things and their thought process. So, I mean, to each his own, you know, with every coach what they want to do. But I've been doing this for a while, and I, you know, come from a St. Oil program where I've seen it done. And uh, that's how that's the way we're going to do it. That's the way we're going to do it. It's gonna It's going to be a day soon where I promise you 100% of my graduating class will be going to college or have at least have the opportunity to go to college, but they will know where they're going. They will know where they're going. When they walk across that stage, they're going to have an idea of where they're going in life. And that's, that's what I want. Beautiful. That's awesome. I'm going to ask you one question about track and field, because I know you're an assistant coach there, and then we'll let you go on your day. You guys had a great track season, sent several kids to the state meet, had you know one kid win multiple state championships. It was a good year for the Trojans and Lady Trojans track, track program, wasn't it? It was very good, but it's, it's, it's got to get better because we need more athletes. We need uh, we need our football program and football players, you know, out there. I was able to get a couple basketball players to get out there, 
but we have a lot of kids walking this uh the, the campus that hopefully we as a staff, not just coaching staff, but as a school staff, can promote that track program because again, that's that downtime. That's that downtime after after uh basketball and football where those kids who may not be good with basketball or football but still be athletic can still compete. And uh I, I tell you I looked at old 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 the young man over at Terrebonne, uh Tyler and I watched his involvement with their track program and I, man, I tell you what, I was really impressed with that guy. He really got those kids out there, even some basketball kids involved in there. And that's something that I, I want to hinge on. And we have a great track staff over here with Coach Sidney and, and, uh, and Coach Ray Babin does a great job. So hopefully we can promote that. The track program can help every other program here. Especially, I mean, soccer, basketball, girls with your jumping, your cardio, your plyometrics. It can be that link from your sport to summer, to your summer sport. So I mean, I mean, track is very important, and that Kiana, man, golly, <laughs> man, if you ever watch that girl work out, I mean, I've never seen a kid like that go from from serious, she'll be joking around and laughing, ha ha ha, and she flipped that switch, all business, one hundred percent business, and her work ethic is is, is just is dynamic. But she's she's one of those kids that we we need more of them. We we need more of them. It comes at a price, but look at the reward. Yeah, no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Very well said, my friend. Look, we thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again throughout the summer, okay, buddy? Absolutely. Y'all have a blessed one. Huh? Yep, that is Coach Henry Latin with Central Lafouche Boys Basketball. <clears throat> you got to love just about everything that he said there. Um, you know, working on the academic side of things, got a lot of talent coming back. Um, <clears throat> they're going to be good, man. I don't know. How many warning cries I could tell? Like I, I tell everybody, like the Trojans are going to be good. This last year was as low as it's gonna gonna be for them. Like that's their floor now. Everything from here on in is going to be up and up and up and up. Like they're going to continuously get better. Big junior group. They're going to make a big leap this year. Then when those juniors become seniors, they're going to make an even bigger leap the year after that. And they've got talent galore. The seventh and eighth grade ranks. They're going to be in a good position for a long time. Coach Latin's got something rolling out there right now. Let's catch a break when we get back. <clears throat> we'll talk the NBA playoffs. We had a game yesterday. That was a massacre. We've got a 3-0 series game today between Dallas and Golden State. Keep it right here on play-by-play. We'll be right back after this break. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bed bugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems. 
your only local power generation professional, serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Yep, it's that time of year. Blue Boot Rodeo, July 7, 8, and night in Grand Isle, Louisiana. This rodeo is to promote water safety and drowning prevention. This year's activities for the rodeo on Friday, we have DJ Frozen. We also have a cornhole tournament, followed by Sharks in December. Saturday, we have Bingo and Mimosas. DJ Frozen again. Rough and Ready, we have our awards, a live auction. And closing it out, we have Junior Lacrosse from 8 to 11. That's the Blue Boot Rodeo coming this July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. You may think every weather app is the same until you see WeatherBug over-deliver on so many layers. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug warns you the moment lightning strikes near you, prepares you for your commute with road conditions, routes, and even cameras. With everything from pollen and air quality to severe storm risks, radar, and satellite coverage, WeatherBug prepares you for the unpredictable. Download the WeatherBug app, trusted by over 10 million users, today for free. Welcome back to Play by Play. Hope everybody's enjoying their day. Hope everybody's having a great Tuesday. I actually know what day of the week it is today, so that's a win on my part. Celebrate the small victories, right? I want to thank our sponsors, the Blue Boot Rodeo. The 2022 Blue Boot Rodeo will be held July 7th through 9th at the Grand Isle Marina, located at 158 Sand Dollar Court at the Tarpon Pavilion, Southland Dodge and Homa. Industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Dufresne Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Rouse's Markets get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Seven days a week at Rouse's Markets Tastes Like Home. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. And Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. So let's talk some NBA. Um, I don't like to sugarcoat things, right? You know, like I like to tell you guys the way that it is. I've never seen a more embarrassing playoff effort, especially a conference finals effort than what Miami gave to, against Boston last night. Um, Celtics win 102 to 82, and it was apparent. Like, usually in the NBA playoffs, a team will play hard for about a quarter and a half. About a quarter and a half. Maybe even, you know, two quarters and maybe a couple minutes, right? Maybe they'll get to halftime and be down 11, 12. And if they start to turn it around in the third quarter, hey, you know, full steam ahead, fight to the finish. If they don't make that run in the third quarter, then all right, it's time to get the hell out of here. We're resting our starters. We're, you know, getting blown out kind of thing. From the first second of the game last night between Boston and Miami, it was apparent Miami had no interest in being there. They had won game three on the road. They were content to have just taken home court advantage back. And they just show no pride at all. All right, Boston, just go ahead, do what you got to do, beat the hell out of us. Let's go back to Miami. It'll be two to two. Miami's starters last night, all five of them, combined for 18 points. 18 points amongst your five starters. PJ Tucker didn't score. Jimmy Butler scored six. Bam Adebayo scored nine. Kyle Lowry scored three. Struess scored zero. 
Miami got to the end of the first quarter, didn't even get double-digit points. They had no interest in being there. Their offense was flat. Their offense was stagnant. No one was moving. They made the cognizant decision earlier in the week of, hey, we won game three. Let's just go home. On the other side of things, it's not like Boston was incredible, right? I mean, they won by 20. Yeah, they did what they had to do. But the Celtics have some issues to figure out, too. Robert Williams, the third, he's in and out of the lineup. He plays one day. He doesn't play the next day. Marcus Smart was out last night. Jalen Brown was 5 of 20. Boston's lucky that Miami didn't care last night because if Miami would have given a hoot, (laughs) then maybe it would have been a different result because Boston didn't particularly play well. As a team, they shot 39% from the field, which usually gets you beat bad. The problem was Miami shot 33% from the field. It was not a good showing offensively. Miami, you know, just look at all the effort stats, right? Boston outshot them 38-14 to 14 at the free throw line. That means Boston was attacking, playing with more aggression, playing with more fire. Boston out-rebounded them 60-39. to 39. Again, aggression stat. Just not a good showing, and it plays into a bigger conversation is that these NBA playoffs have been blowout heavy, very blowout heavy. Just in this series alone, Miami blows out Boston in game one. Boston blows out Miami in game two. Game three was a good game. But then last night, you know, the Celtics get a you know, lopsided win over Miami. Three of the four conference finals games out east have been lopsided. Very, very lopsided. Now we'll see where it goes from here now that it's the best of three. Um, but I expected more out of the Heat last night. A veteran team like that. That's battling, you know, injuries and battling fatigue. And Jimmy Butler's in and out of the lineup. Kyle Lowry's in and out of the lineup. Last night, Tyler Hero didn't play. Like they should know and understand that you're one big injury away from being completely out of this thing. So when you have an opportunity to go get it, you go get it. You don't play around. You don't mess. You know, give the opponent life or whatever it may be. As we said earlier in the segment, Boston was ripe for the picking last night. The problem was they just didn't have an opponent to face off against because the the uh, Heat decided right away, you know what, this one isn't for us tonight. Out west, we've got Dallas and Golden State tonight. Dallas is behind 3-0. <sighs> I've been so wrong in this series. Like I, th- I truly thought Dallas was going to give them grief and make this a series. There's something about just knowing how to win. There's something about just having been in a situation before against an opponent that hasn't. Talent-wise, I think Dallas and Golden State are comparable. Luka Doncic is the best player in the series. He's getting 40-point triple-doubles almost every game. You take him, you say, all right, he's slightly better than Steph Curry there. Klay Thompson, slightly better than Brunson maybe or even close to a wash there. Those are the top two guys. Dallas has some other pieces, you know, Dinwiddie and some of the other pieces. Like, roster for roster, it's fairly close. But when we get into the heat of these close games, late, it's not close. It's not close. Dallas is looking around, looking for the big... The Mavericks have fallen for this throughout the series. They're looking for the kill shot. They're always trying to get that Big three-pointer to force the Warriors to call timeout. And the problem with that is, A, it's a low percentage shot. B, if you shoot a three, like they're always trying to get an 11-point shot in one shot. Dallas has no semblance of just chipping away. 
They fall behind seven, eight points, and they're trying to get it all back in one possession. They start rushing, they start pressing, and then before you know it, they're down 15. Then they kind of settle their nerves, cut it to nine. Then, oh yeah, we're trying to get it all back right here. Miss a couple of threes, and they're, they're back down 14 again. The Warriors are far more steady whenever the chips are on the table, and that's simply a byproduct of they've been here before. They know what to do. They know how to handle those situations. And another thing, and look, I'm not a Golden State fan. You guys know this who listen every day. Another thing that the Warriors do well, and it's, it's, it's unavoidable, you know, we've got to give them the love and the credit that they deserve. They know how to use the personnel that they have. The Warriors get the most out of the personnel that they have on their roster. Kevon Looney is a very limited player. He's a center, rim runner, could dunk, you know, get a couple rebounds, but they get the most out of that. In the last game, he got 12 rebounds. The game before that, he had 20-plus points. They squeeze every ounce of juice out of that orange. Andrew Wiggins in Minnesota was a 3-and-D guy. Like They hated the way that he played out there. They were so happy and eager to trade him away. He's become a huge part of what Golden State has become. He's guarding Doncic, making things difficult on him, scored 27 points in the last game, 11 of 20. Some of the big three-pointers that he used to settle for in Minnesota – Now he's taking a couple of dribbles, shooting that 18-footer instead. He made 11 field goals the last game. Ten of them were twos. It's okay to shoot two-pointers today in the NBA. It's okay to make a two every once in a while. We talked about this yesterday. The thing that the Warriors do well that Dallas doesn't do well is whenever that lane's open, Dallas is driving, getting to the rim, pitching to the corners, and missing a three. The Warriors are driving, getting to the rim, making the layup. And what those layups do is it it lowers the or excuse me it raises the floor for your team and when you're not shooting it well and you have a spurt where you know your energy isn't good and, and you're for five or six minutes you're struggling by stealing three or four of those layups instead of the other team going on an 18 to one run it's now an 18 to 10 run because you've got some easy buckets there along the way that you could rely on The Warriors are so good at doing that, and it's the reason why they may end up winning the championship is they'll steal a bucket here, they'll get a bucket there, Looney will leak out on the the pick and roll and get a dunk here. They just keep scoring. Their droughts are shorter than everyone else's droughts, and it's because they take the easy stuff that the other teams aren't necessarily inclined to take because, oh, analytics, we got to shoot threes, we got to shoot threes. They'll go and steal that layup. They'll go and take that dunk. They'll go and you know shoot that mid-range shot, and it keeps the points going on the scoreboard as opposed to everybody else wants to get that knockout punch all the time. The problem with getting knockout punches is when they don't land, you get tired, and you're losing on the scorecards, and you get the hell beat out of you, and that's what's been happening to Dallas in this series. Can Dallas win tonight? Yeah, probably so. I don't know if the Warriors are going to be giving a, a grade-A effort. Can Dallas win four in a row? Absolutely not. Let's catch a break. When we get back on play-by-play, we're going to Stan Gravlots, our TGMC Tuesday, our Terrebonne General Tuesday with Stan. In the next segment, we can't wait here on play-by-play. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. 
Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective. Guaranteed. Yep, it's that time of year, Blue Boot Rodeo, July 7, 8, and night in Grand Isle, Louisiana. This rodeo is to promote water safety and drowning prevention. This year's fishing rodeo, we also have adult, kids, kayak, and we added the offshore division. Proceeds from this rodeo go to swimming lessons, life rings on the Grand Isle Beach, scholarships, and bringing awareness to water safety. There will be plenty of food, drinks, activities for the kids, and the whole family. That's the Blue Boot Rodeo coming this July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's Shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market's feels like home. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Welcome back to Play by Play here. It's Tuesday, so that means we're going to Terrebonne General for our Terrebonne General Tuesday with Mr. Stan Gravois here on this what's becoming a soggy Tuesday. It's starting to rain out here. Hope everybody's staying dry. Stan, good afternoon, my friend. How are you? Hey, Casey, doing well, doing well. Hope the same for you. Absolutely, my friend. We are doing great. And I wanted to give some you know, kudos and attaboys to you all. Put on the baseball game this past weekend. It was very smooth, very well run. Everything was on time. We got to get the full game in. I know it's fulfilling, man, whenever you, you put all that work and effort into something and, and truly make memories that those kids are going to remember for a lifetime. Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, you always worry about the weather and you worry about all of the outside sort of stuff happening. And it always seems to go off smooth. And it did this year. Got a few raindrops late, uh, but it didn't damper anything. And uh, I was thinking about it yesterday, Casey. Uh, I I actually saw a post uh, from uh, Wes Alamont and uh, saw where his family was in the stands and he got a home run. He hit a bomb late in the game. And just to hear their excitement, and then you actually came into the press box and told us it was his first on the high school level, and 
I think that's my highlight from this year. Even though it was an 18-12 game and there were a lot of runs scored, it's just kind of nice that kids could go out of this thing with a smile on their face, and I think a lot of those kids did just that. No doubt, man. And look, you know, it's easy to say on an 18 to 12 game, like, oh, man, you know, they, they must have had enough pitching or whatever it may be. And there were some walks and some hit batters and some rust, but there also were two offenses that were just hitting the snot out of the ball, too. Now, we had four home runs and a lot of loud contacts, some line drives. So the hitters were just hitting it. You know, it was not all bad pitching. The hitters were just hitting it. Yep. And, uh, you know, when you consider the number of hits in the game, there were 25 hits in the game. So. That's a lot of hits in a baseball game that's only seven innings long. Well, actually, only six and a half innings long. So uh, I, that, I like that part of it. I like that there was sort of an offensive show. I guess the part that I would take back, if I could, was if one inning got a little sloppy yeah. with the pitching where you had a couple of kids who were hit by pitch and a couple of walks. And if you kind of throw that one inning out of the way, everything else is okay. It's an all-star game. You want home runs. You want runs scored. But you also want it to be a situation where it's not of like three passes, you know. We did have a few of those. The one thing we're going to have to always keep in mind with this, no matter what, there are going to be kids that come from teams that have not played for, say, a month, maybe a month and a half in some cases because they didn't make the playoffs. And if that's the situation, you're always going to have a little rust. It's sort of not like basketball. You know, the basketball all-star game, those kids are probably still going into a gym and shooting and moving around and things. But baseball, it, it truly is a team sport where you got to get together to do those things. And if you didn't have the means to get together, you probably had a little rust. So after the rust was knocked off, good game. I think the kids had a lot of fun, a lot of parents. Most people we've ever had at the game, actually, Casey, we counted up as we had a clicker at the gate. And uh, it was pretty nice. You know, there were like 1,600 people there. And uh, just just a nice evening where it didn't get too hot, yet we didn't get a washout. So we were very fortunate. Beautiful, beautiful. That's great to hear. Um, Stan, one of the things that I think allows this game to be successful is, you know, you're asking coaches to spend some weekend time with you all. And, and you know, everyone was happy to do it. You know, I, I was in the Lafouche dugout and everybody was engaged and they were happy to be there. It's in the Terrebonne dugout. It was the same thing. That enthusiasm from the top with your local high school coaches goes a long, long way, man, in helping this thing go off without a hitch. Oh, there's no doubt about that. The other thing is, is I think some of those coaches, while they're in the dugout, they got to, they get to hear a little bit about what happens sure. in the other schools. What's the problems you may have? What's the good things you do that maybe I can pick up on? I thought, you know, a little bit of an interesting situation when you have Coach, uh, you know, Matt Plitt, who's sitting there representing Central Lafouche, but next year he's going to be representing E.D. White, yet he'll still be in the same dugout. So that's a little something. And I, I have to give credit. There are those coaches that are your go-to coaches, the guys that you could reach out to, and they sort of, all the in name, they're not the head coach of the All-Star team. They are those guys you can go to, and obviously Chandler has become that guy, Chandler Guidros, with the team from Lafouche Parish. He has turned into it. And the guy before him still is that guy for me, but he actually works with the Terrebonne team, and that was Simon Battle, who was at Central Lafouche for a number of years. And because Central is centrally located in Lafouche Parish, that's where they practice getting ready for this game. Now it's a little bit different situation Simon still coaches as an assistant coach from South Terrebonne with this. 
He's a go-to guy. Of course, Joe Tutone, who knows all the kids in the area, is a go-to guy with this. So there are all those, you know, coaches that you can really count on to be vested in this and to have a huge interest in it. And uh, I can't just tell you what my thanks is to those guys because without them, you can't have it. If they decide that after their last high school baseball game of the season, they're just tired and they want to get back with their family and I don't have time for this, we don't have the game. We can't do it without them. It's not like, you know, you or I could go sit in a dugout with the team and coach them and make a starting lineup and things. So, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. This year we had a lot of records in the game, too, and that's always fun where you had the number of home runs, you had the number of runs scored, uh, you had a lot of kids who had three hits in the game, which is sort of uh, a tough thing to do considering, you know, you see an all-star pitching and you don't get that many at bat. And we did break some records with uh, base running. The only problem is, is since we had free substitution, a lot of guys who base ran a whole lot in this game, and I don't know how we're going to categorize that in the future. But, uh, again, a lot of fun. Uh, again, very thankful to uh, – we have a group here at Terrebonne General called Team Terrebonne, and what they do is they're just volunteers who go out and help, and they're the ones who man the – the concession stand. They're the ones who manned the gate to get in. They were sort of behind all of the logistics of the game. And then you had Percy Mosley who cooked the jambalaya for the event. So there's a lot of guys that you don't see a lot from on the surface that are kind of behind the scenes doing a lot and very appreciative. Well, Team Terrebonne's on to the next challenge. Within about a month, you guys are hosting your Hall of Fame banquet. Got a great class coming in, and it should be a wonderful celebration of the history of athletics in our community. I know that's a lot of work for you personally, going visit with folks and you know making videos and editing and everything of that sort. But I know it's also really rewarding to learn about the history of our area and, and some of the great people who have been part of it. Talk about that event and, and some of the things you're most excited about this year. Yeah, ironically enough, just got out of a meeting uh, with that at about 11 this morning from 10 to 11. We met on it again. Uh, again, it is going to be uh, the induction ceremony for the 2022 induction class of the Bi-Region Hall of Fame on June 23rd at Cypress Columns out in Gray. Uh, six individuals going in, Bob Brunet from LaRose High School, Art Cantrell, from South Lafouche High School slash Biloxi High School, because remember he transferred that senior year to play over at Biloxi High School. Kenneth Dixon, who was a friend of yours and mine, who was a terrific coach in our area and just has left us way too soon. Uh, Troy Johnson, a young man who played his uh, high school football at South Terrebonne High and went on to have about a five-year really nice pro career in the NFL. Uh, then on top of that, you have uh, Leonard Hughes. I'm actually working on his video right now. Uh, Leonard Hughes, who is part of Hughes Candies and Hughes Drag Racing, which when people are going to see this video, they're just going to be blown away because we didn't realize we had a guy on a national level the way this guy is, and he is really something. This video is going to be something, too. And then finally, Ski Roussel, Tom Roussel, who went to Thibodeau High School, played at Southern Miss, and then went on to play for the uh, Redskins and the Saints. And uh, he was uh, just a delight to visit with. And these guys all getting inducted again June 23rd at Cypress Columns. Uh, as it gets a little nearer, we'll let everybody know who is interested in going. I know there are two tables bought in the last couple of days for, for Bob Brunet by a large contingent of folks from LaRose who are coming up to support him as he's being inducted. 
And uh, when you see the story of these guys, I-, I would venture to say that this year's induction class is a little older. Most of them are in their 70s now, uh, except for uh, 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 Troy Johnson from South Terrebonne, who is uh, just turning into his 60s. Uh, it's really amazing because we forget a lot of this stuff, and uh, the stories are just mind-blowing. And uh, to think that they're from right here in our backyard is really fun. So uh, as it gets closer, we'll let everybody know a little bit more about it. You mentioned Team Terrebonne. Yeah, they're an integral part of this. The food is absolutely great at this thing. They're a large part of that, and they serve and make sure that everybody's happy. And it's it's a really nice event, and uh, we look forward to June 23rd. Beautiful. There was supposed to be a parade out there in the Homa area on Sunday, the Weather, or actually the forecast of weather, the weather didn't actually materialize. Forced that to be canceled. There was an indoor ceremony there to honor all the state champion teams, man, and teams plural. It was one heck of a year. You know, kudos to Ellender and South Terrebonne and Vanderbilt and for all their respective championships. It was one amazing school year, man. It was. And you know what? We forget that it wasn't that long ago. We were talking about how E.D. White had gotten out of the blocks and for the first half of the year they were up for that combined award that you know for state championships and uh that wasn't that long ago and that was this school year it's amazing i some kind of way the good lord has touched a lot of things that happen in this era area excuse me after ida Uh, mike barber might have said it best you know when they lost that tough semifinal game last year over in sulfur it was it was gut wrenching the way they lost it. Whether you're a fan of South Terrebonne or not, you just thought, "Wow, how do you, how do you lose when you like got a four run lead in the seventh inning and you're down to like two outs from getting out, you know, and you lose the game?" Well, maybe that was God's way of saying, "Hey, it's not supposed to happen this year. Everything that's going to happen good to you guys is going to happen next year. Because trust me, you're going to need it, <laughs> you know, after right, I right. and such." And maybe that's the way that maybe that's why things turned out like they did. Uh, the one thing I mentioned about the uh, big parade that they were supposed to have, and I, and I know they had a nice time over at the Civic Center uh, re- uh, recognizing those teams, was that you better be careful because you better be willing to do this every year because I think we're going to see these type things happen every year. Not necessarily two local teams winning a baseball championship. But I think you're going to see more bowlers winning championships from our area. I think you're going to see more golfers from our area winning championships. And then when you combine that, I think, you know, some of these kids are just getting better at what they do. I think you just have so many more brackets out there in high school sports to achieve a state championship. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's something that in the future we're going to see a whole lot more of in our area and we certainly welcome it for sure another team that's going to be trying to win a championship this week is the lsu baseball team they'll be out in hoover trying to win the sec championship look man we were kind of talking about this saturday at the all-star game well first off we all thought lsu was going to lose saturday's game i'm over here saying (laughs) oh lsu's getting blown out and then 11 runs later in the eighth inning that turned around I got a bone to pick with you on that one because you left me go from that game thinking man I'm not even going to watch the end of the LSU game. <laughs> Casey just told me they're getting railroaded. It just so happened 
that just to you know get home and 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 have a little bit of time to sit down. I sat down. I turned on the television, and I'm flipping through, and it happened to go to SEC Plus, and I'm going, "Wait a minute! Casey told me they were losing this game. I thought I was watching some kind of replay." So thanks for uh, dragging me down there a little bit, but boy, what a win that was, right? Yeah, the eleven runs in the eighth inning, and you know, we were we were kind of talking about this. Is look, man, this is an LSU team that now is a top four seed in the SEC. Is if they're not already there, is getting awfully close to hosting a regional. They don't have a traditional ace, and behind whatever is their ace is not a whole lot of depth there. Man, look, uh, it's going to take a while to determine fully how Jay Johnson's tenure at LSU is going. But in his first test, he has done an excellent job, man, because there were a lot of ways that this series could go off, the, or that this season could go off the rails, right? You start off slow in SEC, it's a first-year coach, you're struggling with pitching, you're battling some injuries. There were a lot of excuses that could be made. They never quit playing. They never quit competing. And lo and behold, they're 17 and 13. They're firmly in the thick of things. And their team, because of what they're doing right now offensively, I don't think anybody's going to want to be lining up to face them in the NCAA tournament. No, well, first, I was always going to give them a pass, probably the first two years, to make it his kind of team. So, you know, obviously everything right now that's happening is really, really fun. And I don't want to say it's icing on the cake, but considering that I was willing to give him that two-year pass, I'm certainly happy with everything. Obviously, you know, when you start thinking about some of the players who were coming back, you knew they could hit the ball. You trade Morgan and obviously Dylan Cruz. I mean, he's like next world good. But you kind of worried about the pitching, and I still do. And that's why I don't want to get – too crazy about what could happen to them going forward because I just don't see the pitching being that good to carry them that far. But I'm like you. For what we sort of expected and what we thought might happen, very happy with everything. And if, and if, and I think that this sometimes happened after a comeback like you saw against Vanderbilt, a team sort of finds itself and thinks it's invincible, you know. I mean, obviously, Vanderbilt's a great program, and you just came back from whatever it was, eight runs down, and just kind of blew them away after, maybe you find that you stride, you know, at the right time, a.k.a., you know, South Terrebonne, right? And uh, it it could be fun. It really could be fun. And uh, the biggest thing I think has to happen now is some kind of way you have to secure this regional. If you could get this regional to be at home, I don't care if you're not even the top seed in your own regional, which has happened before. Uh, I think you can make something happen, and boy, when you're in the super regional, certainly anything can happen with that with that lineup because they they can hit the tar off the ball at times. I hope they don't get in a little funk coming up, but they certainly can tear the cover off the ball at times. A little closer to home, Nichols football gets a little bit of some interesting news with Lowell Narcisse making the decision he's no longer going to play college football. That's certainly. A surprise to most. I don't know what happened there. I don't know if it was an injury situation or, you know, he didn't like where he was on the depth chart kind of thing. But the Colonels uh, went into the the summer thinking that they were maybe going to have a little bit of a battle for the quarterback position. They just got one spot lighter. Maybe it's going to end up being Grania's job after all. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, I don't know exactly what happened with Narcisse either. The day I found that out was actually the day that South Terrebonne and South LaFouche played the last game of that series in the playoffs found out right off after we got off of radio 
and happened to be talking to Jerry Orson, of, uh, the uh, father of Christian Orson, of, who is going out there to Nichols to play football and said, hey, I just heard that, you know, Narcisse is not going to be in the picture at quarterback. And it was a surprise to him. And as a dad who has a kid who's going to be a quarterback there, I thought, hmm, this is kind of interesting. I wonder what's at play here. And a lot of people have said Narcisse is just there's some family things and he felt like he's been in the game long enough and he's moving on. So good on him. If that's the situation, good on him. What it does do probably for Coach Rebo is is lighten up the load a little bit. I, I agree with you. I think Grenier played well enough last year to show that he can start, and he's the guy with the experience right now. And remember, Andrew Robinson out of town and everything else is going to be – actually, it's a pretty good situation for Christian Arsenal, quite honestly, yeah. to learn, you know, under one guy and not have this quarterback room that's sort of clustered all up. So uh, I, I think they got him a good one, and I think he played well last year, and I think he's going to be extremely mature on that team because, if I'm not mistaken, he's at least in his fifth year. So uh, I, th- I think things could turn out good. Look, I've, I've said this many times before, just a lot of faith in what Coach Tim Rebo does because he's got it. Whatever that it is, he's got an it factor, and uh, he seems to be very vested in Nickel State because we, we know that he's probably had opportunities to look at other places. And it's good for the Thibodeau area. It's good for the Bayer region. And I think we're going to see a pretty good year out of the Colonels this year. No doubt. Very well said. My friend, thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again on Saturday, okay? Thank you, sir. And we'll talk again. Like you said, on Saturday, always look forward. Yes, sir. That is Stan Gravois doing an excellent job, as always. That is our Terrebonne General Tuesday. We thank him so much for the time. Got a lot covered there in that segment of the show. Let's catch a break when we get back. We're going to go through the headlines. There are some things happening in the world of sports that I'll fill you in on. And then after that, we've got our betting picks at the bottom of the show. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufreenlumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. 
We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at vizcom.net. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We're rocking out, jamming out to some Cody Rhodes music, formerly of AEW, now with the big leagues in WWE. We want to thank everybody for listening, enjoying our Tuesday. This show has, has been smooth, man. It has flown by. Some of these shows, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of a drag. It's hard to fill the 90 minutes. That's the thing. Like, I have people all the time tell me this, and I'm going to get to your headlines in a minute, but I'm, let me go off on my soapbox a little bit. I have people all the time, you know, that are running into at the barbershop or that are running into at the store, you know, whatever. And they say, oh, hey, you got it. Hey, you got an easy job. You got to talk about sports for 90 minutes a day. Ha ha ha. That's easy. And then, you know, I say, all right, well, you know, let's do a segment, you and I. And then after two minutes, they don't have anything else to say. You know, they'll rant and rail, you know, about that one topic that they're really passionate about. Oh, Nick Saban and Alabama's garbage. Yada, yada, yada. And then after like two minutes, they have nothing else to say. So it's not easy to fill 90 minutes of sports talk every day and be entertaining while doing it. We try our best to do that. Um, but this show has been smooth. And the the whole point, the, I got off on a tangent here that was not expected. The whole point of what I was saying is that when you have great call-in guests like a Henry Latin, like a Stan Gravois, it makes the show go so much smoother. I, I could listen to Coach latin talk basketball for a full 90 minutes i could talk sports would stand for a full 90 minutes hell i talk sports would stand for a full two hours every saturday so that makes it flow by it goes so much smoother when you have the right people involved in your programs and we thank so much our calling guests now look at the headlines this is kind of breaking news from the world of the nfl the nfl is discussing the future of the pro bowl including the possible elimination of the tackle football game That's me clapping. The Pro Bowl has become a farce. It has become a two-hand touch joke of a football game that no one watches. You can't block. You can't tackle. You can't even rush the passer. Like the, it, It's become a farce. No one wants to. And look, understandably a farce, right? Like No one wants to get hurt in a contact sport playing an exhibition football game. Now, I'll have athletic trainers who will tell me for days that you're more likely to get injured by going half speed than by going full speed, but that's another argument for another day. The NFL is exploring the potential of possibly hosting a week-long Pro Bowl celebration, which could include the elimination of the tackle football game 
and have you know other things to to celebrate the sport, uh, skills competitions, dodgeball skills challenges, throwing competitions amongst the works of things that are being looked at. Um, please, please take us out of our misery, please, because here's what happens, right? <clears throat> and I'm as guilty of this as anyone. The Pro Bowl is in the bye week before the Super Bowl. There's no other football that weekend. I always, oh, you know, there's no football. Let me flip on the Pro Bowl, see what's going on. I always take the bait. I always get let down. Just take us out of our misery. Remove the game from the schedule. No one wants to be there. No one wants to play. If no one wants to do it, why are we forcing these guys to do it? I would much rather watch NFL guys play dodgeball. I would much rather watch NFL guys race. I'd much rather watch NFL guys have accuracy throwing competitions and running competitions and agility drills and <clears throat> things that they'll actually compete in, but they're not competing whenever they're on the field playing in the Pro Bowl. Also in the headlines, Kyle Fuller, prominent defensive back in the NFL. He's signing a one-year contract with the Baltimore Ravens. Two-time Pro Bowl selection, was an All-Pro in 2018. Played last season for the Denver Broncos. He's going to add depth to a Baltimore secondary that has Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters, and they also drafted a couple of guys in the draft. Fuller's only 30 years old. Um, was not great for Denver. Was not great for Denver, but he left there saying that he still could play at a high level and he will add some depth. Good low-risk move for Baltimore, adding some depth to that roster. I think that's a good signing. That was a guy that, quite frankly, I was kind of hoping my Cowboys would get in on, so that's a good get. Eli Holstein, LSU fans are not going to be happy about this. <laughs> this Texas A&M versus Alabama thing is not going anywhere anytime soon. Today, Alabama got a verbal commitment from Zachary High School quarterback Eli Holstein, the number 59 quarterback in the ESPN 300. Eli Holstein is from Zachary. As we said, he was once a verbal commitment of Texas A&M, but has since decommitted and has now announced that he is going to be committed to Alabama. In terms of what this means for LSU, to heck if I know. I know LSU is still trying to get Arch Manning. I don't know how realistic it is that that'll be happening for them. But one big prominent domino on the list, the Zachary High School quarterback, Eli Holstein, is going to be off the board. LSU might be light at quarterback in this signing class if they don't get Arch because you still got you know Nussmeyer, you got Jaden Daniels, you got Walker Howard. like You got some young pieces there. So if you don't get the biggest of the big fish in Manning, they might just kind of sit this one out. Aaron Rodgers is not at OTAs to start OTAs for the Green Bay Packers, but Coach Matt LaFleur said he's not concerned. On the surface, this is not a big deal. Aaron Rodgers doesn't need to be at OTAs. Aaron Rodgers probably doesn't even need to be at training camp, right? As long as he's getting the playbook and the verbiage and everything that they need, um, to make sure that he could communicate with his teammates. Like, he doesn't need the reps. He doesn't need the work. Uh, hell, the NFL had an entire season during COVID without a preseason, and no one missed a beat. So a veteran like that, he doesn't need the OTA work. But it just just makes you wonder how hunky-dory things are there. I know he signed the new deal and the record-breaking money and everything of the sort, and then, oh, yeah, right after that sign, we're going to trade your number one weapon and one of your best friends to Las Vegas. Ah. Just get the feeling that that didn't sit well with old Rodgers and he's sitting out the beginning of OTAs. Leads me to believe that that may actually be um, may actually be realistic. The Los Angeles Lakers were turned down by one of their head coaching candidates. 
Uh, Jawan Howard of the University of Michigan, NBA veteran uh, player and also assistant coach for a long time, now at the University of Michigan, turned down the Lakers in an effort to remain with his alma mater at Michigan. Howard will coach his two sons next season in Ann Arbor, and the timing was not right for an NBA leap. The Lakers reportedly are down to a finalist list of Milwaukee Bucks, Darwin Ham, Golden State assistant Kenny Atkinson, and former Portland Trailblazers coach Terry Stotts. But there are rumors and whispers that they are open to other candidates should anybody else become available, namely Doc Rivers of the Philadelphia 76ers, who reportedly LeBron James is very pleased with and would love to have as his coach. But Doc is under contract with Philadelphia, and the 76ers don't seem to be willing to let go and want to bring him back for another year. How could I say this? I'm going to, I'm going to offend some, some NBA fans. I'm going to offend some Laker fans here, but the people who know what they're actually talking about are going to agree because what I'm saying is factual. The Lakers are not a good job. <laughs> they're not a good job. It, it, it's a historically relevant job, right? You're going to be in the spotlight. You're going to be in the headlines like for relevance. Yes, this is a great job. But for like winning basketball games, it's not. And it's not in a big way. Your best player is 37 years old in LeBron James. He's also a passive-aggressive egomaniac who anytime anything goes wrong will not accept any responsibility or blame. And that burden of blame will go on you as the coach because he will be looking at you to get replaced. The same thing that they did with Vogel, who won a championship there a couple years ago and then now is gone. Let's start there. The second star player, Anthony Davis, is made out of glass. Not even just glass, like cheaply made thin glass. He plays 40 games a year. He sits 40 games a year. He's in and out of the lineup. You don't know when he's going to be there. And in the 40 games that he plays, he leaves injured in 10 of those 40 games with little nagging things that he picks up here or there. That's not ideal. You never know if he's going to be in the lineup, if he's going to be out of the lineup. He misses so much time, and that's not good. And then your third star, Russell Westbrook, is a guy who, let's be honest, if it wouldn't be for the $40 million a year salary that he was you know, being guaranteed to be paid, maybe wouldn't even be in the NBA anymore. Maybe wouldn't even be on a team at all anymore because of how little value he provides to the Lakers right now at his current skill set and at his current stage in his career. So the inclination is to say, oh, screw it, just tank. You don't have any picks. The Lakers don't have any draft picks because the Pelicans own half of them for the next half decade or so. This is not a good job. I'm not surprised to hear that retreads and you know some kind of some of the restants of the coaching search is all that they got available to them. It's not a good situation. Not a good situation. They're capped out. They don't have tradable assets, and they're not in a good spot to get better in any way. That's not a good job. Those are your headlines today. Let's catch a break when we get back. We're gonna try to get you three betting pick winners. You're listening to play by play on Kaylee B. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. 
New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our skeeter beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Yep, it's that time of year, Blue Boot Rodeo, July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. This rodeo is to promote water safety and drowning prevention. This year's activities for the rodeo on Friday, we have DJ Frozen. We also have a cornhole tournament, followed by Sharks in December. Saturday, we have Bingo and Mimosas, DJ Frozen again. Rough and Ready, we have our awards, a live auction. And closing it out, we have Junior Lacrosse from 8 to 11. That's the Blue Boot Rodeo coming this July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM, and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. And welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We've got about another three or four minutes, so we got to kind of rapid fire here our betting picks to close out the show. <sighs> our first one's going to be kind of painful because I truly believe that this is what's going to happen or else I wouldn't be giving, giving it to you as a betting pick, but it's just hard to... Hard to put this one out there whenever you've seen how the last couple games have gone. Give me Dallas today in the money line. Give me the Mavericks to beat the Warriors. I just don't think it'll be a sweep, man. I just don't see that. I I, I don't think the Warriors are interested in an ending tonight any more than Dallas is. I think Golden State would prefer to have it end on their home floor. I think that just that little bit of hesitation from the Warriors and Dallas playing with a little bit of fire, I think that they'll make it happen. Um, The way that... look. I don't think we're going to see a 3-0 be overcome in this series. Not, I, I don't think there's really any shot of that happening. 
But the way that teams get injured now in the playoffs, like if I'm down 3-0, I'm still, like a lot of times teams are halfway to the cruise ship whenever they're down 3-0. I'm still running through the tape here because we've seen time and time again in this postseason, guys get hurt, guys be limited, guys have to leave games. Like there have been so many injuries in the playoffs. I told you guys a month and a half ago when the playoffs started, the NBA has a big problem. Guys don't play hard in the regular season at all. They're loafing, they're lollipopping, they're not playing hard. Then when we get to the the you know the effort part of the year when we are playing hard in the postseason, guys' bodies are not ready for that. And we see tons and tons of injuries. The level of play is, is too physical for what their bodies are trained for. It's a bit of a mess. And if I'm down 3-0, I'm not all the way giving up just yet because we're a rolled ankle from Steph Curry away from Dallas legitimately being able to win four games in a row in this series. I think they'll get it done today, and I think the Warriors will then close out in Oakland. Pick number two, I like the Dodgers covering the run line against the Nationals. That's a cheat code. You know, you could bet the Dodgers to cover the run line every day, and you're going to win more often than you lose. They're terrific. They've got the best offense. They've got the best pitching staff. They've got a great defense. What more would you want? And in an MLB where, you know, bullpens are so prevalent, they've got a great one of those two. They're facing a Washington team. Uh, They're facing Gray, uh, Josiah Gray, who's actually a former Dodger formhand. He's going to want the revenge there, and he might actually pitch pretty well because of that. But Walker Buehler is too good. The Nationals are not getting hits off of Walker Buehler. They're going to score two, three runs, which means all the Dodgers' offense got to do is score four or five runs. They'll be able to do that easily. Give me the Dodgers today in that one. I like the Phillies to cover the run line today against the Braves. My Braves just aren't good, man. It's it's painful for me to admit that. They ju- they're just not good. They replaced Freddie Freeman with Matt Olson, who's like, a poor man's Freddie Freeman, and traded prospects for him. They replaced guys like Jock Peterson and Jorge Soler with low-character guys like, you know, Ozuna. And, you know, it's just not a good mix. It's not a good fit right now. And the problem is that, you know, hey, they started slow last year. That's the thing everybody keeps telling me. Oh, be patient, just clear. They started slow last year. They won the World Series. They started slow last year and won the World Series because everybody else in the NLE sucked. This year, the Mets are 15 games above 500. They're going to run away with this thing if Atlanta doesn't start playing good baseball right now. The Braves are big favorites today with Max Freed taking on Kyle Gibson. I just don't think Atlanta should be a big favorite against anybody. They may win the game. It'll be close. Give me the Phillies and the run line today. That is going to wrap up today's show. Thanks so much to everyone for listening. Thanks to Stan and to Coach Latin, our call-in guest. Tomorrow, we're going to try to touch base with the turtle, Taylor Griffin, and get his thoughts on everything going on in the world of sports. You've been listening to Play by Play. This show will be in the archives later this afternoon. We're fully up to date. We're caught up. Have a great rest of the day. Stay dry, stay safe, and stay happy, folks. Life is too short to live it upset. Have a great rest of the day. God bless everybody.